Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's so great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. I have, I'm so thrilled to introduce all of you to my very special oh, partner here in the messaging, my co-host for today. This is such an important message. I can't even describe that what it means when you talk about journey back to me journey back to me. Now, Gina Gale Gray is the messenger today. But journey back to me. Think about, everybody think about, what have you all been experiencing in the past 24, 28 months where you've lost sight of how to journey back to me? The reason I say this is I want you to hear the message today. And what I want you to hear about it is that when you work with Gina, Gail, Gray, Freedom Coach, Oracle, so much more. But today you're going to hear what it means to put freedom at one of the most important places, pinnacle, the pinnacle of our living. You know, she is this force, powerful concept, this thing that is coming forth now, and you're going to hear from her, her passion to help other people. But you're also going to hear about what she's doing to really bring forth, not just the energy around this, but ways for all of you to tap into how to journey back to me. And I want you to know that because you're going to find out about her if you go to her website, right? Uh, anywhere, mind, body, soul, and you take a look at the journey back to me page. What you're going to be seeing right there is what she is creating to help you. Because I don't know about you all. I've been lost at points in time in my life, and I have not been able to get back to me without help from people. So think about what she is putting together, what her message is for today, so that when you think about I'm stuck. I'm lost. I don't even know what side is up. That journey is a journey that I highly recommend you do not take alone, especially if you want to get from here to here in the shortest amount of time with the least amount of grunge. I'm so thrilled. Gina Gale, great to have you. Thank you. Thank you for those beautiful words. And thank you for having me. Um, yeah, you you explained the journey back to me so beautifully, and I I really appreciate that because that makes me feel very connected to you. I tell you what, it takes one to know one. I'm not kidding when I'm when I'm telling people, and I've shared a little bit about my journey um, throughout my life. But when you know that feeling that brings hopelessness up, helplessness up. Maybe on the outside, everything's looking good, right? Maybe you got the house, the job, but inside you're lost. 
you are suffering, you are not free. So let's talk about freedom and what it is that you've incorporated as this world renowned freedom coach. Because when we say freedom, I can point to the people like Viktor Frankl. I could point to Carl Jung. And these people are not saying that you get to freedom from the big fat paying job or the big house. It's something else, isn't it? Tell us about that. It, it certainly is. And that's, that's very, very true the way you spoke that. Those, those things that we've been led to believe are what will make us successful and make us um, you know, live our purpose in this life. They're, they're actually chains. They're, they start with labels. <clears throat> they start with the labeling process. And, and that starts the moment we're born. You know, what a pretty little girl or not. What, what a cute little boy. All of those labels, we just, we just start with that. And we start with all of this programming telling us what it's going to take and what our purpose should be. And then we, we, we believe it. We're, we spend the first five or six years of our lives being labeled by all of the people who are our influencers, our parents, our siblings, our teachers, our preachers, our friends and neighbors and family and on and on. And then we get really, really good at, at, carrying those on and labeling ourselves. And, and they're really just judgments. And the judgments that we impose on ourselves, we, we then were taught that if we want a solution, we go somewhere outside of ourselves for the solution. And all of that works really well for a lot of people until it does not. And <laughs> when it does not, that's when the scramble begins. Okay. And we look to, we have such a fragmented approach to health and well-being. Mm -hmm. And the, the simple thing is there, we've been, we've been told a lot of solutions to a lot of issues in our lives. And, and we, we kind of hit or miss. We, we dabble in this area of our health and well-being, which may be our physical body. So we may get into exercise and, uh, hey, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to set New Year's resolutions to drink more water and eat more healthy food but we completely neglect our mental body or our emotional body or our soul body. And these are a little more elusive and a little easier to just put on the back burner while we deal with the physical body. So we can, we can take great care of the physical body, feel really good for a while, and then we're still not happy. It's that elusive, why am I not living my purpose? Why am I not solving my issues? Why am I not in this state of satisfaction, et cetera, et cetera. And what I've learned in the past three years, putting, putting this program together and living the journey back to me myself, I have learned a lot about the continuation. If, if, if we are still alive, we are still changing, evolving, growing, um, learning. And the best place to learn is from within ourselves because no one knows yourself better than you. If you haven't given all of that power away to others outside of you. And that is probably the, the biggest difference between a solution because all of our teachers, preachers, medical professions, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, they all have solutions. And a lot of people speak solutions there's a lot of healers on the planet right now who just freely speak their solution. As soon as you say, hey, I have this going on in my life, they offer you a solution, right? <laughs> well, 
the um, alternative is I can teach people that there is a thing called a soul ocean, and that is S O U L dash capital U dash T I O N. That capital U in the middle, that is you. That is the you within you that has always known you, what you need, what you want, what you desire. And there's, there's even a soul purpose. A lot of people are talking now about, okay, I've lived my purpose. I, I read the purpose-driven life. I've, I've figured out my purpose. I accomplished all of this. I have all of this. You know, look at all of my, look at all my awards, <laughs> trophies, certifications, licenses, um, why am I still not feeling this great joy and satisfaction? Well, that's when we start talking about the soul ocean and these invisible bodies, these invisible aspects of ourselves, people are really starting to realize how uh, big of a, our reality they are, because there are a lot of unseen energies that are are not so helpful yeah. and are not so friendly and are not so um, uh, here to help humanity. Humanity is is helped by the soul and each person coming back to you know to communion with their own soul because once that happens, the relationship with self, when it is repaired and restored and rejuvenated, then magically the relationship with everyone else changes it really really does yeah it does there's no question about it and i love what you said because what really struck me and the reason that i'm so excited about and i just want to say if 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 i want to make it clear to everybody that this is really exciting and when you hear gina gale gray that is my guest gina gale talk today about journey back to me every part of her journey is all about that. That's why when we're talking about journey back to me, it's important to know that this is something you're doing March 2nd, right? Mm -hmm. March 2nd. And I love new moon in Pisces. So mm -hmm. good. Uh, but this is for people to engage with you so that you can take them and guide them on a way to this new level and new sense of freedom. You know, to have a new sense of freedom, that is like the thing. That is like the diamond. That is like the thing. And all of these things now that we have crafted up for ourselves, whether we're hanging out and drinking too much, whether we're using too much, whether we're working too much, all of this is an illusion that if we do it all, we'll have a freedom. We'll have this freedom. So it's, isn't it like the illusion of freedom that we live unless we get to what the soul is trying to tell us? Absolutely. Yes. And, and it's, it's worked really well for a long time and, oh, yeah. and it, it's continuing to work really well for a lot of people. Um, but, but the reality is it, it's, it's not a long-term solution. Um, nothing that comes from outside of us is a solution. And the, the journey back to me, this is why I start with the 10 day period of focusing on the physical being, <clears throat> because uh, it, it's people have awareness of their physical being, but not as much awareness as they think. Once they go through that first 10 days and I give a map for each 10 day period, it's a 40 day journey back to me. And each is a 10 day period. The first one is the physical body. 
And the, the map, which is a questionnaire, is asking you to really look at your relationship with your physical body. How much do you really know about your physical body? Yeah, man, I got to tell you, I got to tell you how excited I am to hear you say that. Because see, that is like a tangible thing that when people discover that and work with you on that, and I am just so thrilled you come out of the gate with that because it is that thing you cannot escape. So you can escape emotional stuff and you can try to make things up about your mind. But when you start to get in touch with your body and they get to work with you on that, that is almost the equivalent of an instant gratification through awareness. Yes. Yes, I agree. And it can I love be- that you do it. A lot of people do not start this with that. What I want to talk to you about that when we come back from break, because it's brilliant. But I know that you didn't get here just by hanging out and thinking, oh, what am I going to do? You have a personal journey. And I love that you and I have personal journeys that have got us here. Not without a little blood, a little sweat, a little soul, a little grief, a little happiness, a little of the above. But before we go to break, can you let everybody know how they can sign up for Journey Back to Me, which begins right on March 2nd? Mm-hmm. What is the best place for them to go to do Yeah, that? The next one begins on March 2nd. I begin every Journey Back to Me with a new moon. And the energy of that particular new moon plays in beautifully with the energy that we talk about those first 10 days. And so going to my website and going to, you can either go to the Journey Back to Me page and there's a button to click, send me a message, say you want to sign up. It's a group program. Um, it can be done as a, a, a group or an individual. You don't have to participate in the group, but if you're going to go and climb a mountain and go inside a cave and explore yourself, doing it in a group is a beautiful thing because when you need support or you just want to read other people's experiences, it, it's, it's nice to have support from both me as your freedom coach and from others who are taking the journey. So, yeah. And part of this too is I just want to say that during this show today, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819, first caller will get to participate in this experience, right? With Gina Gale at half price. Now, I just want to be really clear to people. This is 40 days. Mm-hmm. And I love. This is like 40 days at about $10 a day. That's like a no brainer. Yeah. It's 40 days of you, 40 days to set a pathway to freedom. Yeah. 40 days for people to literally kickstart their lives. The way I used to kickstart my Harley. Let's take a short break, everybody. When we come back, what we're going to be talking about is this here. You ready? How did this come about for Gina Girl? How did this come about? Like when you, when we show up, like she and I are showing up, there's always a story that is so inspirational, but also so, so activating to put us on a pathway. When we come back, you're going to hear all about that. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. (music) 
Hey, everybody. Welcome back. So great to have all of you tune us in and turn us on. My very special co-host today, Gina Gale Gray. Take the journey back to me. Um, look, this is about working with the freedom coach who understands the depth and the breadth of the word freedom. Um, and that comes with a story. It comes with a price. It comes with the lessons and learning that you can only get from experiencing life. Uh, maybe some of it comes from reading a couple of books or doing a couple of things, but this is what you're going to hear now. Before we go there, what is the website? Let's make sure people, one, know how to find you, but then also how they can find information about Journey Back to Me beginning March 2nd. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my website is www.anywheremindbodysoul.com. And on my website is information. The homepage starts with uh, some good information about the journey back to me. And again, how to sign up. Um, it's a combination during the, during, during the 40 day journey, I provide services of all kinds because what I learned in my own journey back to myself is that we, we have these aspects of ourselves that all deserve to be tended. And they all deserve to be um, given equal attention every single day. And when we don't, and, and there's four areas. The first is the physical body. The second is the emotional body. The third is the mental body. And then the fourth is the soul body. So if we, if we looked at our vessel as on wheels, and, we, and each of those areas were, were wheels that were balancing and, and driving us, you know, I say up and to the right, but forward in our life. If we have a wheel that we never look at, we never changed, we never, it's probably in pretty bad shape and it probably has a pretty significant wobble. So when I created the program, the importance of going from the physical body directly into the emotional body from the emotional body cross the bridge over into the mental body and then crossing the bridge from the mental body into the soul body that bridge is covered in fear entities that bridge is covered in ego that does not want us to return to our own power and there is so much resistance that is met during that mental body 10 day period. And I have some theories about why that is now that I've done as many journey back to me's as I have led clients through, because each time I do it, there's another level of discovery. There's a new level of discovery. Here's some more resistance and here's some more hidden things. And here's some more. I thought I worked that through. <laughs> why is this here again? Yeah. And the reason it's here again is because it wasn't completely resolved and integrated because we have this feeling that especially in the mental body capacity, we have this feeling if we go and, and we find a really good counselor or therapist or help somebody to help us with all of our mental issues that um, we'll just learn to resolve everything and just be happy forever. <laughs> and that's not really how it works because one of the most important things I discovered is the power of the emotional body and, and the displacement of our emotional body. What we've done in the name of being productive and being um, 
successful is we just unhooked that pesky emotional body because it, it made us feel, (laughs) it made us cry. It made us sad. It made us experience uh, emotions that, that, that we didn't really want to, or we were told that we should not. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And so what happens over time is all of those have just stayed trapped in the body. Even though they, even though they were energy, their energy and their physical, because it has been proven that as soon as an emotion is evoked, the brain creates a specific molecule that is a specific vibration. And it starts coursing through every system in your body until you shut it down. And we are really good at shutting it down because with every thought, there is an emotion evoked. We've just forgotten that. That was something real handy to forget in the name of progress. And we were taught how to do it really, really well too, especially if you're a woman and you are a female executive and something upsets you in a board meeting, you are, you know, you cannot be showing your weakness, which is needed now more than ever, (laughs) right? If we had that weakness that is actually care, compassion, and concern, we would not be in the condition that we're in, in the world right now. We, so, so bringing that back to life and bringing all of that back into our being is more, more important now than ever. Yeah. Can, can you hear the chickens in the background? I'm thinking to myself, I love that because here we are talking about something high vibration. And, you know, when you talk about something that's at a high vibration, I don't know about you, but I've had dogs jump on the show. I've had cats. Even I had one person that could not stop the parrot. And it was the funniest thing because when you talk from a place of freedom, truth, Mm-hmm. When you when we're having this conversation that we're having now, where we really mess up is understanding the power of this. Yes. Of course, there are beings that are not humans. They're around us all the time. Whether it's your dog, I, I they bark. They want to talk. I had a parrot. <laughs> with, I did a show with the parrot that kept repeating what the person was saying. <laughs> but that's all in the spirit. Mm-hmm. of what we're talking about and how great i'm sorry i have to say this how great that they are chickens i know and you're talking about what you're talking about courage i right? know yeah i mean I you can't plan a show like this i know <laughs> we're talking about courage we're talking about fear and what do we hear in the background chickens what do yeah. we say to each other yeah yeah and they are and they do communicate and um where I live, I live in a palapa and the mangroves are right behind me. So there's, there's some jungle right there. My neighbors have a rooster and some chickens. And so I have been listening to these chickens because they make their sounds when they do certain things. And so I'm, I'm very familiar with the language that they are speaking. And I'm always learning and listening as they speak too, because I do have spirits, guides, and guards that I'm in communication with all the time. So these are my new messengers. Yeah. And when, when they lay an egg, they announce it, which is what they were doing. One of them laid an egg, the other comes over and they all celebrate. Okay. I just laid this egg today. You know, <laughs> look at this, you know, I get to live another day basically. And, and a big difference is they don't wake up in the morning and go, oh, I have to lay an egg today. 
how is like how is that gonna i really don't want to lay an egg today but i guess i'll go ahead and get up the rooster crowed so i'm going to get up and sometime today i'll lay my egg so i don't become dinner for the owner no they don't do that they, they get up they live their life they know what their purpose is they celebrate when they do what their purpose is which was drop that egg wherever she just did I love it. Can we let's talk about this for a minute, because this is also part of your coaching as a freedom coach. There are messages I have found in my life. And, you know, there are messages that have always, always been trying to get in, right? You know, I was very different. I was that person you described that one with the corporate job, you know, that that one that strived to make sure that I was enough through somebody else's perspective of me, you know, that had the illusion of freedom in the giant house and the sports car and the truck and I don't know, all of that, right? Mm -hmm. But messages got to me. Messages got to me. And I want to ask you about your messages. And what I mean by that, I'm going to give you just one example, because I don't want to take up a lot of time. I remember going to my big fat corporate job from my big giant house and coming down in the foyer big. I had a mirror so that I could look at the mirror just to make sure my, my corporate attire. And I remember looking in the mirror one day and this was a turning point for me. And I can't tell you what I heard. I don't recollect. All I remember is you are not recognizable to yourself. You are not recognizable to yourself. Now, that insight, that message, not sure where that came from, mm -hmm. but that message, you are not recognizable to yourself, sent me on a, a, trajectory, a trajectory that would get me here. How are you getting, how do you get your messages? Yeah, yeah. Um, very much like you just described it, I, my messages are, <clears throat> it's, it's been such a fascinating part of my journey and my journey back to me. Um, and I'll try to say as much as I can about it without losing control because, um, the, it, it is still a very raw experience, but I try to stay strong and, and, and continue in my power with this. But my son is, uh, he's, he's a very, very, very powerful spiritual being. And he was, he was my son on this earth for 23 years. And when he transcended to light on February 8th of 2019, it was it was a big ending for me. I, there was, there was so much involved in all of that. I, I was, I was extremely, extremely fortunate to be able to share in his dying experience. And it, now I'm finding all of these people who actually research shared dying experiences. And it, it was really easy for me to, to partner with him in his passing, in his transcendence to light, because in his entire life, he never spoke words. Mm. But he was brilliant and he was a brilliant communicator and I was his vocalization. So he would speak telepathically to me with whatever he wanted. And then I would speak if someone else couldn't figure out what he wanted, I would speak. So I spent his entire life listening to him and I could be five acres away 
mowing the pasture and he would have two attendants next to him and he would he would call to me he needed something so i would drive five acres across the pasture go in the house go upstairs and two attendants sitting on the side of him and say what you need spencer <laughs> and they yeah. would you know laugh how'd you know what do you, you know and they would look at him and be yeah. upset with themselves because they didn't know so telepathic communication is very real after spencer left one of the first things that I was led to was the emotion code. And when I started the, the training to become an emotion code practitioner, I learned pretty early on the value of being able to use this when someone is nonverbal. And as yeah. soon as I heard that, I, I mean, just bells started going off. I thought, oh my gosh, no wonder this is so easy for me because all I need to do is speak telepathically I've been listening to others and speaking telepathically to Spencer for many, many years. So it just fell into place really quickly. And then fascinating story after fascinating story kept coming into my awareness and others would start. I would hear other voices. I always knew it was Spencer because it was always a message of love and light. And I knew how he talked to me. He'd been talking to me for 23 years. So I knew of his guidance. And um, I'm actually writing his book. His book is called Listen to the Silence. Mm, messages, I love it. Yep. Uh, I love it. Messages and Miracles from a Child Who Never Spoke Words. And I was writing the book his entire life, but I thought it was from the mother's perspective. And then after Spencer left, he said, uh-uh, this is my book, Madre. So... <laughs> I had to completely shift my perspective of the messages because this is from the person who spent 23 years as a human, never able to speak a word. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, let me tell you, you know, how I relate to that so much. I want to talk to you about this when we get back. Um, I grew up. Uh, uh, look, I just did it. I grew up with a stuttering, a really bad stutter. And the benefit of getting through that and what I learned from it is what helps me in doing what I do so well. Because when you stutter or you can't speak, because people that stutter stop trying to speak. I mean, depending upon the supportive environment. But what you learn is how to listen. Because you know that the person that's trying to communicate with you is going to ask you the same question six different ways, because that's what they think will get you to be able to answer the question. Mm -hmm. And so what you shared is a level of telepathy. And it's a level of telepathy that each and every one of us has. Mm -hmm. And the beauty in that is that if you write that book, when you write that book, that message is what we need in the world now right we have totally forgot how to heart to heart connect with each other yeah. how to ask a question and wait and be okay in the silence when we come back we're going to talk about how as a freedom coach you help people unlock that soul solution not the one that's going to tell you that you got the right shirt on or the wrong shirt on, or maybe you get that some days, but the one that got me from that mirror image to looking at my job so differently 
that it was a very short period of time before I rebelled within myself, rebelled within the company, and was asked to leave. That was the best thing that happened to me. We're going to take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody, welcome back. You're going to hear a lot more from uh, Gina Gale Gray, a lot more. Um, you're going to hear an entire series with us, but today it's really important. You know, her willingness to come out and bring this message out now about what does it mean to take the journey back to me? From my personal perspective, here's what you should know about this for me. It saved my life. It truly saved my life. And I don't know another way to save that because metaphorically, you may be thinking to yourself, how is that going to save my life? But I will tell you, if you don't address the things in your body, which honestly crept up in 2004 for me, and boy, did I have to get on board with this. If you don't do it, there is such a feeling inside that we don't want any of you to have. We want you to have the freedom of joy, the freedom of love, the freedom of choice, you know, the freedom of clearing things out that don't serve you. Um, Gina Gale, great to have you here. How do people find out about you? Uh, let's, let's just make sure they know. And then also there may be some people that want to join the program, but there may be other people that like, I want to work one-on-one. -on -one. So mm -hmm. is there an option for people to do that too? Yes, there is. Um, all of my programs and all of my services are, are on my website. I have a services page where I, I describe my philosophy because a lot of these are certifications and things that a lot of people are offering. <clears throat> and so I have my unique presentation of how I use these gifts. And then in combination is what the journey back to me is about. And going to my website anywhere mindbodysoul.com is the easiest way to access me. Everyone that I work with starts with, with a, a complimentary mind, body, and soul session. And that's 45 minutes where we just, I listen to your life story because as we know, everyone has a life story and everyone's life story has a few bad chapters. And I don't know about you, but when, when my book is finished at the end of my life, I want someone to pick it up. And those people who start at the back of the book, I want there to be a really good ending to my life. And I want to minimize those bad chapters. They're mm -hmm. part of me and they're part of everyone. And mm -hmm. if you just keep rereading and rewriting the same bad chapters, moving on is, is pretty difficult to do. So as, as a freedom coach, I became a freedom coach in 2019 before freedom became such the buzzword that it is right now, because so many people are recognizing um, what freedom is not and the lies right. that have been told. Right. And I, I have always known that we cannot give, we cannot offer anything that we do not have ourselves. I can't walk up to you on the street and give you a hundred dollar bill if I don't have a hundred dollars. And I also can't offer you freedom if I don't have freedom. So when I decided to call myself a freedom coach, I had to ask myself, what is my definition of freedom? And my definition of freedom is I am freedom. I am the force with the power 
to make my own choices and create my own reality in every aspect of my life, mind, body, and soul. Anything in between um, is kind of free or almost free or nearly free or used to be free, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really free, but my chain won't let me off the front porch. I'm really free, but my chain won't let me out of Texas. <laughs> I'm really free, but oh, now we can't do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Um, I basically said uh, no to all of that because it, it wasn't freedom. And I left in, uh, in 2020, I, I basically hit the road. Spencer left in 2019. In 2020, I, I, I hit the road and have been exploring freedom and have been creating more and more freedom in my life. And it's, it's how I choose to be. And I cannot guide anyone else if I am not in that place myself. And yeah, yeah. I, do, I do that with all of my programs. I, I, I teach yoga on the beach now here in Puerto Morelos, Mexico at the sunrise. And it is so different teaching a sun salutation <laughs> in the sunrise on the beach that, than being in a studio and trying to talk to people about why they should do yoga. Oh. I have realized that, that I don't want to teach yoga. I want to teach a yogic way of life. A yogic way of life is you do live longer with the absence of disorder. Um, so many people in this world today are living too short and dying too long. And this starts for, for people younger and younger and younger, people in their 30s who start their first prescription medicine for some disorder that someone told them they have, they start dying that day. If this isn't a prescription that you're gonna take one time, you're, you, you have given away your freedom to that prescription. And if you are now becoming dependent upon something made in a lab to keep you going, whatever that looks like, that's not freedom. And as a matter of fact, so many of those things that starts the dying process. And of course we're, you know, yeah, we start dying the minute we live, but how about we live in between? Yeah. I love that you said that. that. I love that you said that because what you're now talking about, it totally ties in right to mm -hmm. what we just talked about before, you know, the journey back to me, see the yeah. journey back to me, for me and the way you describe freedom, that was beautiful because the journey back to me in that freedom state, in that state, right. Is that I had a friend. Okay. I had a friend. She used to say, I say, how are you? She said, she would say, I'm just killing time till I die. Mm -hmm. And I would be like, what was that? I mean, like, I don't even know what to do with that. But she expressed what a lot of people really feel. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you really put that in a survey to people and you said, how many of you on a scale of one to 10, if I give you this statement, killing time till I die, what would the rating be? Because we're so afraid mm -hmm. to admit that that's where we are. You know why? Because we don't know like about you. We don't know that we could work with somebody like you and not be there. Right. 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 And you can be there. And that, that is what my work does. That's why I'm passionate about it is 
I want to guide everyone back to themselves. You are your best specialist. I don't care what you have going on in your mind, body, or soul. You are your best specialist. And remembering that is empowerment. And if more of us go to work on empowering everyone else, I'm not the power. I just have the flashlight. I've traveled the trails over and over again and back and forth and, and done a lot of suffering that I can, I can share with others. I will never commiserate <laughs> because there is too much of that going on. And no kidding. Yeah. But it's easy to find it, Those conversations are everywhere. And all they do is keep the, the, the sadness alive. And when we, when we remember, and for a lot of people, when I ask, like with emotion code work and, and people are wanting their heart walls gone, which is making me extremely happy. So far this year, I have removed eight heart walls already this year, eight. So there are eight people in this world right now who have access to their heart and through the heart is the soul. And that's a really beautiful thing because it yeah. changes, it changes. Um, your emotions start flowing again. You use them for the tools that they were meant to be, as opposed to looking for someone outside of you to reflect back to you. Was I, was I good, bad, right, or wrong? Yeah. There is no good, bad, right, or wrong. How did it feel? How does joy feel? Do you remember the last time you truly felt joy? I could tell you. Tell me. Okay. I love what I do. In this moment, I'm having it. I'm having that moment, right? So right now, like here, it, and it's hard to describe because there are a lot of people that will say, oh, I feel joy. And they'll be like, oh, I'm feeling joy. But you can tell from the way I show up whether I'm just phony baloney in the moment. And so this is a happy place for me, right? Yeah. And I have a couple of them. Now, I have to tell you, this has not always been the case for me. I worked in a corporate career and I worked my way from the mailroom to an executive because I knew what it felt like to be homeless. Mm -hmm. And I needed to make sure that was never going to happen to me again. But mm -hmm. was that about joy? Now, I had a bunch of jobs in between that I really loved. Right. But I found things in my life. When the pandemic hit. I knew that I had to make sure that this company, what we do, stayed solid. Mm -hmm. But the second most joyful, funnish thing I do, shut down. Now you're gonna laugh. Some people like to go to the beach. Some people, right, like to move to Mexico. Take my table tennis buddies and table tennis three times a week away from me and we're playing again. And I didn't realize how much I miss not just playing the game, but playing with people yeah. that are in that same energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, is it about hitting a little white ball? Yes. But I mean, to talk to people to say, let's have a potluck today, you know, to be back with those people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And table tennis is, is the perfect example of reciprocity. <laughs> yes <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i i don't know if you can see that can you see that yeah mark yeah that's me trying to get my uh my brain and my body to work together that's <laughs> me missing a ball that that was coming at me at about 60 miles an hour but 
You're right. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, like you said, you're a good listener. So you're also a good speaker. And it's so unusual to find a person who is both of those things. Yeah. I think if you stutter, like as long as I have, and you and you're listening, you hear how other people speak. You vicariously learn things about that. Um, but boy, it teaches you patience. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I had a couple of other learning different things that were quite annoying, um, you know, to my parents growing up. Um, you know, they couldn't understand why I had to tap incessantly. This is before we start. We didn't talk about the spectrum, but, you know, you got a kid that you can't give her anything, whether it's a spoon or fork and she's tapping like you're trying to have Thanksgiving dinner and she's tapping the knife and said, look. We have got to get back to that heart centered freedom that you teach. Yes. That's why you created this, isn't it? Yes. That's why you're helping people, isn't it? Yes. Because when my son left, I was left with a world that that without him, I did not want to be in. Yeah. Um, And having the shared crossing experience with him, I know how much better it is where he is. And um, which, which, you know, it just elevates my, my lack of fear of dying. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of anxious for it, <laughs> but my spirits, guides, and guards are here in, in mass. And that's one of the things that I really uh, want to teach others as well. And I do have the opportunity with a lot of my clients now. So I think, I think the multiverse is sending me more and more clients who do want to learn this, but just here's the basic 101, how you learn to listen to your spirits, guides, and guards. And one of the things that you said earlier was, yeah, the emphasis on you listen, you, you, you ask a question and then you wait for the answer. And that takes patience. And my son taught me patience. He yeah. absolutely could not speak a word. So talk about the patience for, you know, you had to learn to watch eyes. You had to learn to watch body language. You had, and and he couldn't move his body either. He had extreme um, hypotonia, his entire body, but he could move, he could move his head um, up and down, but when he would go down, he had no neck strength. So he would stay down. So he quickly learned that he could just close his mouth. That was yes. And he could do this for no. So basic 101, if you ask anyone a question that they can answer yes or no, and then wait for them to answer you yes or no, you can speak all day long. Same thing with the spirits, guides, and guards. And and the way I teach it, it starts very simply. And my terminology, spirits are those who are in communication with me, send me messages And I knew them as a physical form. I knew my sister, her husband murdered her when she was 32 years old. I was 19 years old. Wow. Um, I know when she is, is bringing a message to me because I knew her my entire life. I knew my dad who had a massive heart attack Christmas day, 1999, complete shock gone in an instant. Um, lots of messages from him. So I always know when he's speaking to me. So by the time Spencer got there, 
I uh, was was very, very um, accustomed to hearing from my spirit guides. And then I became aware of these, what I call guides, anything that is in my front hemisphere. So if you imagine yourself in your auric field, anything that is in my front hemisphere, so that's in front of me, above, below, anywhere in my front hemisphere, that is a guide because they are guiding me forward up to the right. Hmm. Anything that is behind me, anything that is in the back hemisphere, below me, above me, right to left, those are my guards. Hmm. Everybody knows they have a guardian angel. We have multitudes of guardian angels. That's why I just call them the guards. They are back there. They got my back. They got your back and they are always there. But one of the first um, spinspirations is what I call my messages because I recognize them immediately. And Spencer's so clever now and they're always inspiration, which that's how I knew from the beginning. It's not me speaking inside my head because I don't speak kindly to myself. I am critical. I am judgmental. I am hard on myself. So I would, I would know immediately, Hey, that Mm -hmm. message was in kindness, light, and love. That can't be me. (laughs) Sure enough. And just started discerning and then ask, what do I call you? What is your name? Who are you? They will tell you if you wait. And now all these people that I'm working with that I'm trying to teach how to have conversations with your spirits, guides, and guards, they are so afraid to ask. No. Only ask if you feel the message was coming in light and love. And when you meet me, don't we exchange names? Doesn't that deepen our relationship? If if I I know you're Dr. Pat and you call me Gina Gale. Yeah. And that's, we don't stop there. We want to know more about each other because that's part of the relationship, right? Yeah, it is. And it's the coolest part too, because you, I want to go back to what you said. The exchange is multidimensional and multifaceted. And you started the show out talking about that. See, there is an exchange. Even if you and I are standing right next to each other, there is a bodily, physically exchange energetically, even if we don't touch. And we operate sometimes as robots. Yeah. And these past couple of years, because so many people had to protect themselves and protect their peace. At least they thought they did. Mm-hmm. They had to develop this crust, this layer. Yeah. And now they need help coming out because what works then doesn't work now. Yeah. Right. What worked when I stuttered doesn't work now. Right. But that's part of journey back to me. Yes. Isn't it? Yes, a very big part because it in the 40 day process and it takes 40 days and there are no requirements. All there is, is encouragement and people can, you know, the encouragement is put yourself at the front of the line every day for 40 days straight. And that's hard to do. And what that tells you is my commitment to myself and my relationship to myself is somewhere in the back of the bus and maybe even in a trailer being pulled behind the bus. (laughs) Where is it? (laughs) Right. Right. Totally. Right. Oh yeah. And so I don't want to intimidate anyone with, Oh my gosh, this is a deep dive. And the only way to do it is to commit a hundred percent and spend all day every day for 40 days. No, that's not how it goes at all. 
um, especially not the first time through. So the first time through is just asking myself, what am I here to do? What am I here to feel? What am I here to think? And what am I here to be? And the funny thing is, you have no way of knowing what you're here to do if you don't know what you came here to be. And now we have to post that quote because that is so pivotal. And you can't get there from binge watching some kind of television series. You know, it's so important. And that's really the high point that I hear you talking about with your life's work, your commitment, what you've seen in your own life, what you've seen in other people's life. But this is what solidifies your commitment to being in service of others, mm-hmm. doesn't it? Yes. I'm excited. Wow. Yes. Look, and we start, for everyone, you start right where you are. If not now, then when? Well, and that's what I love about what you're doing in Journey Back to Me, what you're doing with the 40-day option for people, because you're enabling them, empowering them to start wherever they are. Mm-hmm. And because of your expertise and what you do uh, and what you've been called to do, they get to take a very safe journey with you. Mm-hmm. See, that's the key. Mm-hmm. It's one thing for me to look in a mirror and hear my uncle's voice telling me about me being unrecognizable. And I know it was my uncle who passed away very suddenly from a heart attack. See? I know it. Mm-hmm. And then knowing what to do next. What mm-hmm. you do is you're creating the bridge. Mm-hmm. I want to thank you. Wow. I'm so excited about this. Can you take a moment again uh, and let people know how they can find out more about you and how they can register? Yeah, they can go to my website. My phone number and my email are on my website. Uh, Anywhere, mindbodysoul.com. And send me a text message or send me an email or go through the website and just a contact. There's a a paragraph you can put in on the contact page just saying, I'm interested in your services. That just gets me connected to either ask you, you want me to email you or text you back. So Good. good. It's all, I, it's all just me. I don't, I don't have any apps. I just do everything personally. And that's the way I want to keep it. <laughs> yeah. That's actually the way we do it too. Um, one last question. Thank you so much for today. I know we're going to spend a lot more time together. I would just like to know what your personal message is and what you want to leave people with. I want to leave people with empowerment. Empowerment is now um, come back to yourself Uh, when we start the journey back to me, I teach everyone a mantra that I, that I aspire to live. And it goes like this, here I am alive, fully empowered to be who I am and do what I came here to do, which is be who I am. Everyone, it's time to figure out who did you come here to be? Yeah. And I want to thank you for that because so often And this is the help you're going to give people. So often, doubt, fear, not enoughness, all of it gets us in the way from even wanting to know. And that's the power of your work. Thank you, Gina Gale, so much for everything. Thank you. I enjoyed this. It was great. And we have so much more to come. Uh, Kent, thank you for doing what you do. And thank you all for being the best audience on the planet. And you see, we promise to bring you people like Gina Gale, who are right there up front to help you 
go from wherever you are to what you truly want to become. We'll see you next time.